Hello, this is Glenda Taylor. Today in this little podcast, I would like to begin with a quotation by the poet Rilke. Rilke said, Being an artist means not reckoning and counting, but ripening like the tree which does not force its sap and stands confident in the storms of spring without the fear that after them there may come no summer. Standing confident in the storms of spring without the fear that after there may come no summer. It does come, but it comes only to the person who is patient. Those who are there as though eternity lay before them, so unconcernedly still and wide, patience is everything. Rainier Maria Rilke So today I want to focus, as I have done before, on renewal and regeneration. We've had storms here in East Texas and elsewhere, a tornado not very far from where I live and where I was uh, recently. Those storms of the spring, yes, they were disturbing and frightening. And so many of the storms that are happening in our world, in our country, sometimes it is possible to be fearful that summer will not come or that Renewal and regeneration will not happen. Hardly any word comes sweeter to our ears than the word renewal. That we can hope and even sometimes trust that the future will make new that which has been damaged or destroyed. That hope allows us the courage to carry on. We cling to the thought that life has the grace and the gift to regenerate not only our physical well-being when it's disturbed, but also even the broken aspects of our inner life, renewal and regeneration. I've turned my prayers in that direction recently, not only for myself, but for many people close to me. Indeed, I've prayed for this gift for the entire world, for surely it needs renewal How precious the newness of things, the soft tenderness of a newborn child, passionate rapture of a new love, the clean challenge of a new job, or an artist's freshly prepared canvas, or a writer's blank page. But the word at hand is not new, it is renew, to make new again, to restore, to regenerate, to bring back to a state of newness, that which has lost that quality. Newness is an innocent gift. Renewal is a sacrament. Newness requires little of us except the joyful acceptance and indulgence in its splendor. Renewal, on the other hand, requires sometimes all that we have, all that we are. Before renewal can occur, The old, the damaged, the worn out, the outgrown, the tattered remains of all that was hoped for, all of this has to be let go of so that the new thing can happen. Small wonder 
that every spiritual tradition spends most of its efforts instructing us how to go about preparing for renewal. Every one of us past the age of innocence knows how much depends upon finding our way past disappointment, despair, guilt, shame, injury, pride, and on and on until we arrive at a state of hope and the possibility of regeneration. We all probably know this particular agony when something dear to us seems spoiled. And we know the anguish that comes seeping in when we fear that it cannot be restored. The message of the spiritual traditions is that regeneration is possible. Renewal is available. How grateful we are when we can embrace that belief and act on it. I've called on that so deeply in these days past the tornado near us as I drive along a way where the trees used to spread out in a canopy over the highway going down toward the river so beautifully. One of my most favorite places along the highway that I drive frequently. After the tornado, all those trees were taken down. Hard to see. Hard to share in that agony. In that loss. And a little farther on down the road to see the Caddo Mounds, that ancient site of ceremony and life where the museum had stood. Now there's nothing but a little garden that somehow missed the tornado still standing. But how wonderful to know that trees can renew themselves. Trees can regenerate in this forest, although it will take patience. It will take time before once again a canopy spreads over that road. It will take time before the museum at Caddo Mounds is rebuilt. It will take time before the post-traumatic stress of the people that were there on the day of the tornado are renewed. It will take time for the community in Alto, for example, nearby, to regenerate itself and recover. How important it is to know and have faith that regeneration is possible, to know what it takes in us to wait in that stillness in the way that Rabindranath Tagore, another poet, described when he wrote, quote, Walking with you Oh, restless one, I find salvation in the treasure of the journey, in light and darkness, in ever new pages of creation, in each new moment of dissolution, echoes the rhythm of your dance and song, walking with you. O restless one, I find salvation in the treasure of the journey, in light and darkness, in ever new pages of creation, in each new moment of dissolution, echoes the rhythm 
of your dance and song. So again, the message of the poet, the message of spiritual traditions is that regeneration is possible. Renewal is available. And we're so grateful when we can embrace that belief, hold on to it, and act on it. Of course, sometimes our woundedness is so great that we can lose hope. Or we become cynical, feeling that the new chance will only lead to more suffering in the end. Some of us fear anything new. We fear it more than we despise that which plagues us already. Change is sometimes most threatening, even if the change promises improvement. Some of us won't let go into renewal because we think it would let someone else off the hook who has disappointed us or hurt us, parents, God, whatever we mean by that word, a spouse, whoever. Somehow we have to let them off the hook if they've hurt us, if we are to heal and be happy again. But unconsciously we hold on to the old, long past the time we could have moved on because we want our hurt acknowledged and justice done. Sometimes we have so loved a particular dream or a particular possibility, an ideal we were striving for, that we can't give up on a failed attempt. We can't try something new because it was too painful to admit that our special dream has not and cannot come to pass. Often we do not embrace the new because we unconsciously feel a need to continue to punish ourselves for some failure. This self-abuse keeps us harnessed to our old hurt and despair often after the other injured parties have forgiven us and forgotten. Sometimes we feel desperately that we want renewal, we need renewal, but it just won't come. Opportunity never knocks. Our new dream doesn't materialize. Then we have to struggle with the disturbing fact that the new does not come according to our demand but rather out of life's organic mix, out of our fate, out of something mysterious. To accept what does come, whatever it is, requires a humility and trust that is often difficult to sustain. Carl Jung wrote, When I examined the course of development in patients who quietly and as if unconsciously outgrew themselves, I saw that their fates had something in common. The new thing came to them from obscure possibilities, either outside or inside themselves. The new thing came to them from obscure possibilities, either outside or inside themselves. They accepted it and grew with its help. In no case Was it conjured into existence intentionally or by conscious willing, but rather seemed to be borne along with the stream of time? I spent years visiting state and federal prisons. I worked with men and women who were faced with leaving prison and going out to make new lives. I was in awe of the magnitude of what they faced 
and I respect the willingness of some of them to throw themselves into the effort for renewal with whatever amount of hope they could muster. I remember one of the prisoners who had had been out once and come back in after a period of time saying that going to the supermarket after being in prison for a number of years, going to the supermarket to buy toothpaste, she was so overwhelmed with the multitude of choices before her that she couldn't even purchase a tube of toothpaste. And sometimes it feels like that for all of us when we come out of the prisons of our minds, as it were, when we come out of the place where we have held on to the old or we've been trapped by our emotions, our miseries, in such a way that when we finally do step out in all the realm of possibilities of newness is before us, sometimes that feels overwhelming. I remember one time, I was experimenting around. I had the copy of the Chinese Book of Wisdom, the I Ching, which really means the book of change, the book about the constantly changing dynamic. And in this, using the I Ching, you can draw on wisdom of the ages of the Chinese saints that have things to say about different experiences. And you do that by tossing coins and you come up with a certain formula that you can look up in the book. It's not really about fortune telling. It's about just using some way of finding a place and reading about a situation. So I was trying to make some decision and so I threw the I Ching one time and and I asked, uh, you know, what will happen if, that's always the way you phrase it, what will happen if I do whatever it was, A. And basically the Ancient Chinese sages through this book said, great. I thought, hmm. Well, I had another option before me, and so I threw the I Ching again, and I said, well, what will happen if I choose course B, whatever that was? I read the I Ching's readings, and it said, awesome. (laughs) And I did that two or three times. And and I thought, well, hmm, anything I choose is going to be okay, so... Go ahead and proceed. Sometimes the sages don't say that. Sometimes they say, ooh, the road is blocked or the water's too deep or some other metaphorical way of saying, be cautious, be cautious. So I, I think it's really amazing how we respond sometimes to newness and to the hope of regeneration. Sometimes it's confusing. Sometimes it's threatening. Sometimes it's darn difficult. Several people I know have lost loved ones during the past few months. And one of the people, the lady who um, is the director or in some official position at Caddo Mounds where the tornado hit, her husband was terribly, terribly wounded and still is after this long period of time is clinging to life. They're hoping for regeneration and renewal. But his life and her life and other the lives of other survivors are changed forever. The lives of the youngsters that I met who were in the shooting in the school and where people were killed, those survivors, their lives are changed forever. Such suffering has to be endured while renewal takes place, but it comes, it comes in time. What form it will take and how it will be received 
These are things I think about as I stand with my friends, as I stood with those young people talking about that incident at the school, as I stand with my friends in grief. My own life, so changed by the years, is a study in in being forced to let go and allowing renewal and regeneration to take its form. I acknowledge that I am not as resilient at my age as I was years ago, but I give thanks that I still, however clumsily, rise up again and again as the song, that wonderful song, we will rise up a thousand times and more, we will rise up. I'm glad I'm clumsily rising up again and again, trusting life to regenerate within and around me in its own strange and wonderful new way. A wonderful poet, Juan Ramon Jimenez, wrote, I have a feeling that my boat has struck down there in the depths against a great thing. I have a feeling that my boat has struck down there in the depths against a great thing and nothing happens. Nothing. Silence. Waves. Nothing happens or has everything happened And are we standing now, quietly, in the new life? I have a feeling that my boat has struck down there in the depths against a great thing, and nothing happens, nothing, silence, waves, nothing happens, or has everything happened? And are we standing now, quietly, in the new life? And so now in this little podcast, I send you my prayers for renewal and regeneration. We're in the season of summer now, where I am. But I'm thinking ahead to the season of autumn when the leaves fall away, when the trees let go of the old in a very natural way, when the leaves fall away. When diminishment is the order of the day in autumn. In autumn, we all hold fast to the thought of spring as we move through autumn and winter. We practice letting go of whatever seems right to let go of. It's a sacred task and one that comes with its own reward. When renewal comes, we rejoice together. And I close with the words of another poet, Rumi. Generation upon generation has passed, my friend. But these meanings are constant and everlasting. The water in the stream may have changed many times, but the reflection of the moon and the stars remains the same. Generation upon generation has passed my friend, but these meanings are constant and everlasting. The water in the stream may have changed many times, but the reflection of the moon and the stars remains the same. Thank you, and until next time, this is Glenda Taylor at oneandallwisdom.com.